0: This episode of the Buffalonian Podcast is brought to you by the Cas Source Podcast Network, a podcast network built with and for entrepreneurs. We cover many genres, including sports, business, mental health, marketing, and entertainment. We feature the podcast shows such as Sports Bring People Together, Limitless, Savers of the Metaverse, and the Athletic Mindset. Learn more at CasSource.com slash podcast. Without further ado, let's get into the Buffalonian Podcast. buffalo bills are 0-2 in the month of november and look to break that streak this sunday we'll go through an afc tier list while also recapping our picks from last week and picking the slate for this week this is the buffalonian Podcasts betting on the bills all right let's go We are back with the Buffalonian Podcast. I'm Joe Calley, and as always, I'm joined by Dom Loss and Mike Marino. This is a fantastic, funky Friday recording for us, in my opinion. I mean, we have, we've never done this before. And I'm glad we waited because, boy, is there a lot of new stuff that came out. But the Bills play the Cleveland Browns this week, and they are eight-point favorites. Dom, going into this game, I mean, this heartbreak, Mike, you too. This heartbreak from... Minnesota last week it kind of it's reminiscent of that Chiefs heartbreak in the postseason but only it's not as bad because it's in the regular season but took a little bit to get over and I think I think we got a win this week and I mean I mean I mean,
1: at least they got the stop in overtime this time so yeah you got a point.
0: yeah so I mean we took that baby step you know little baby steps that's all it needs but you know how did what do we do different going into this game like how do we respond to last like after losing like that, and two weeks we're zero two in the month of November. The last game we won was October thirtieth against the Green Bay Packers. Like, come on, what are we doing? Like, this is crazy. If anyone had told me that at the beginning of the season, I don't think I would have been, I would have been on board with that take. But we are living through it right now. So,
1: hmm. I, there's just a lot of adversity with you know the NFL. There's a lot of stuff up and downs and. Sometimes you lose games. They lost two in a row. Now the fall, sudden so they can't practice today because of the weather. They don't know if they're going to be able to fly out tomorrow. Their game got moved from a home game to now kind of more of a neutral site game, where now they're only playing seven legit home games in the regular season. Yeah, um, and we don't know what this is going to impact the players' like mental health of not maybe not being with their families and having a hard time with that. So,
0: right. Also, coming up on a holiday, they might be celebrating early because they play on Thanksgiving. So, you know, this could could throw throw a wrench in that i mean mike you got anything
2: no i mean i guess what better way to get back on track than playing in a dome you know josh allen this, is a dome get uh get them dialed in here get them ready to go playing in the same stadium two weeks in a row that's not rich stadium or uh high mark well i it's mean rich the, okay, the, the, cool o- the over under shot ups a
1: touchdown it was 42 points and now it's 49 last time i checked so yeah I think people are sweating some fireworks. I I mean, (laughs) if we're being completely honest, see, it's interesting of, is this move favored Buffalo or not? And part of me says yes, because I don't, I think Buffalo, you know, the bills are, I mean, they're more equipped to play in a dome than playing in really terrible weather. And I would say the Browns are, well, they could play in a dome. I think they would have the advantage playing style over the bills, but then the bills lose the home home field advantage. I don't know how they're going to be able to wreck, and replicate that in Detroit, so right. I mean, but Bill's Mafia travels well. But again, that's what okay. I was just gonna say. But, 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 but can they travel because of the weather? So it's, no. interesting, yeah. it's interesting, it's interesting. Is the loss of home field to playing have you know playing at a better you know stadium for your playing style does that equal out? And I think I would say probably yes because the bookies believe so. I think they're eight point favorites to open the week and they're still eight point favorites now, just over under one up touchdown,
2: yeah.
0: I mean it's it's definitely a change and I don't know Josh Allen in the dome is is kind of unmatched the dude the dude's a rocket in there and I don't know it's it the thing that was the most I don't know like it, it struck me the most is like this needs to happen is the Bills need to stop Nick Chubb and I feel like in the snow and it, with I, I don't know like what what did you think going into the game like with the snow like would that have been an advantage you think or like now is it like an even I don't even know how to feel about it. You know what I mean? Well, I
2: mean, obviously if it had been in the snow, like the run game would have been the number one thing. I mean, the Browns run game is number one, no matter what for them. Um, but it would have been like in slow motion in a sense, because like, if you remember that game against the Colts five years ago, watching Shady break away and overtime for that touchdown was like in slow motion. And um, I mean, I know Nick Chubb's not really that elusive, like home run, like, he's going to get away from you. He's going to run you over. So like, I guess that would be more catered to him anyway, but I think it does. Um, I think it does honestly help us going into a dome rather than being in the snow. Cause now Allen can actually throw it around instead of just handing it to Singletary and running himself.
1: Yeah. I think being able to play in a dome that helps the bills offensively. Cause I think they would have, you know, clearly doesn't have a great defense, but if you can't really throw the ball, it's kind of hard. But I mean, the Bills have shown time and time again that they're willing to throw the ball in really crappy weather.
2: Yeah, think about when wind. it was like fifty mile an hour winds. Josh is trying to sling it around. He and still threw it thirty times, I think. McCorkle so. has three pass attempts and wins the game. So yeah, ten to one pass
1: attempts ratio between teams. <laughs> I don't think I don't think you'll ever see that one again. But no, I, I think
0: I, I think I don't even talk about that game, Don. We were sitting in the three. <laughs> oh, that that was that was that was the He's absolute. That was the absolute worst experience Bill's experience in my life. I just remember looking down and seeing the Bills just not being able to stop the run. And it was, oh, my God. It's just like a Vietnam flashback, like right in my mind. I'm right back to it. Like, all of a sudden, the swirling whirlwinds of snow up in the 300s, getting chilly up there. I wore a CJ Spiller jersey from the early 2000s with, you know, navy blue. Everyone thinks I'm a Patriots fan. You know what I mean? Like, it was just, it it wasn't, it was not a good night.
2: It was not a good night. You can attest, Tom. You can attest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got no, I, 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 I was watching that game from home. So, um, yeah, the comforts you know, of I, your own warm house. Yeah. So I can't complain about the weather.
0: Well, and then New England fans were coming up to my car after, like, I'll pay you a hundred bucks to drive me back to my hotel. Like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. hundred bucks is enticing, but they, they call your Uber beforehand or realize, you know, Bill's mafia is taking all the Ubers from you. So, but anyway. <laughs>
1: I think it's – I do – but, I mean, so obviously offensively, I think it helps them because they're able to throw the ball. I think defensively, they're always going to have a hard time. I think this is actually a pretty bad matchup. Um, But the Bills still have a good run defense. I know that they've been lacking at times this year, but, I mean, they're still solid enough in the run where it doesn't, you know, really concern me that much. I would just say it didn't really matter about the weather as much as I think the concern for me is the injuries defensively. Obviously, it looks like poor may be going – uh, he doesn't have – he's not officially out yet. Uh, obviously, Rousseau, again, That's, I'm going to say, yeah. say, say for like the second straight week in a row, probably your best run defend, run edge defender. So losing him is poor. Losing Tremaine is also uh, quite unfortunate. And then yeah. I guess – we're Bring we're back gonna, A.J. Klein. We're going to talk about Trey in a minute.
0: Yeah. A.J. A.J.'s back. It's, I can't it's, believe it.
1: It's time for the Bills to become the Golden State Warriors. Positionless football. They Positionless have, football. They have they have four <laughs> healthy. No, they have four healthy wide receivers. It's time. It's time. We're gonna see Naheem Hines in the slot. We're gonna see McKenzie in the backfield. Wide it, it, receiver, running back, tight end doesn't matter. I'm, I'm all just, for you're that. Just, you're just a football player.
0: I think Reggie Gilliam will have the best day if we run that style of offense. The, the dude's elusive, so that's that's my pick.
1: <laughs> well, I'll say this: the Browns are gonna run the ball a lot. And yeah. they're going to run the ball frequently because the Browns are the Browns.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Kareem last, Hunt and Nick Chubb.
1: Let's put it this way. Last week, they played the Dolphins, who were ranked 31st against the pass, and they have a top 10 rush defense. That didn't stop
0: the Browns from running the ball over 50% of the time. So, uh huh. I mean, proof's in the pudding. You got Nick Chubb back there. You're bound. And even Kareem Hunt. I mean, you've got you got a winner back there. I mean, that's the tough part about it, especially with losing Tremaine. Um, that, that's huge, because you saw what Delvin Cook did after Tremaine was out of the game last week, and it opened up for him big time. So
1: I think my only concern would be, um, not, not really the run. I think the run defense would be a situation about Tremaine, but the, my problem would be the Browns are very good in play action. So my concern would be, you know, they attack the middle of the field with these play action fakes, their tight ends, you know. I don't think it's. Ju- I gotta look up if Jokos. I think he's hurt, but Harrison Bryant's yeah. a solid tight end. Joko they is just-
0: hurt. I have him on my fantasy team. He's questionable.
1: Yeah, they still have. I mean, Cooper's a really solid receiver. Peoples Jones is kind of a physical specimen. Um, so
0: it's quite the specimen, you say, huh?
1: I mean, <laughs> he's like he's six five and runs with like a four five. So yeah, yeah, no, yeah. And I mean that's that's a problem. With, that's gonna that could potentially be a problem for the Bills because. You know, the Bills draft very smart corners, but they don't draft incredibly athletic corners, and those guys usually um, give them fits. You know, we so saw Metcalf a couple years ago. You know, those dudes that are like – A.J. Brown kills them always. Like, those dudes are just physical gods. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, at some point, talent takes over, so.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely going to be an interesting game. I think, to say the least, it's not where we thought it was going to be played. It's gonna be. It's in a neutral field, no snow anymore. Because honestly, looking at it, the Browns are kind of used to snow, so it wasn't the biggest advantage. But now and now, it's truly a neutral ground, and we're gonna see. I
1: don't know. Cleveland's a little bit. I mean,
0: yeah, but they get some snow. Like it's not. It's not like the Dolphins coming up here for that. You know what I mean? I mean,
1: sure, but I mean, not. like not get as much snow as. Yeah. Well, I mean,
0: we're we're getting six feet of snow over in Orchard Park. Devin Singletary's not gonna be able to peep up above the ground. You know what I mean? He's only five seven. So. I mean that would have been
1: tough to play in. You know what doesn't mm-hmm. make a lot of sense for me though? I do have to say this. What? With them claiming AJ Klein and putting Jake Kumar on IR. I don't think he's on, he's not on season ending IR. I think he's just out four games. Yeah. Yeah. Um you know, I joke I joked about positionless football, but the fact that the Bills have four wide receivers and they have seven kind of seven linebackers on the fifty-three man roster, and you only play usually two linebackers at a time, like that's mm-hmm. their defense. That don't make no sense to me. I'm sorry. Like, that just doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, do think I mean, maybe maybe it's going to be like, oh, actually, it's going to be a five and six split in a minute because we're going to get OBJ. But it's like that just I mean,
0: do you think OBJ is coming here?
1: I mean, I hope so. <laughs>
0: I, I hope. But I mean, apparently he's high on the uh, the Cowboys and the Giants along with the Bills. But I hope I hope Von Miller is in his ear. I really I'm, I'm hoping Von Miller is making a case for it because. Could use him at this point in the season. So another <laughs> weapon for Josh. you know, the
1: bills could use <laughs> Jameson Crowder coming back.
0: Yeah. A slot guy. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Everyone's been saying, I forgot that. about him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It broke, broke his, ankle, broke his ankle? ankle against, uh, who's his name? Baltimore week four. I think uh, he was out six mm-hmm. to eight weeks. So two months. So I don't know. Yeah. Might, I mean, Hopefully we get him back. I I can't believe I'm literally saying that out loud, but the hopefully the James fat,
0: the Peloton guy comes. Oh, well, no, it's the, it's
1: can. the it's it's the <laughs> fact that their inability to trust Khalil Shakur if anything is really dampening yeah. my mood about the whole slot situation. And Mackenzie's again, we make Nothing. him more of a gadget player, which he, yeah. which he is, and then give Shakur the the looks at the actual slot, or give Naheem Mimes. give James Cook. Yeah, they gotta listen. They gotta find Diggs is one. They're obviously just going to completely underutilize Knox, and I think Davis is a two, but they got to find like a third option. It, it, it and it could be Hines, it could be Cook, it could be Shakur, and you know you got to find someone underneath that can make some yak. But it, just, again, just got through the ball.
0: Right. I mean, honestly, looking at it, Diggs is one, like you said, Davis should be two, Knox truly should be three or four. You know what I mean? Like that—that that you can have, throw him on a quick slant and he's going to catch the ball. You know what I mean? So. I don't know. It's just there for me, Dorsey isn't really, I don't know. the run, Like we talked about this a couple days ago. Where's James cook? Where's Naheem Hines? Like Jeff Wilson jr. Got traded to the Dolphins the same day. Hines came to the bills and where, where is that? You know what I mean? So it's just, it's, it's interesting. I don't know. I don't know. Dorsey's just a little aggravating at this point, but I mean, what do you think? Do you think that's like a concern to have with Dorsey going forward? I mean, Or is this a Josh issue where he wants to throw those long passes, you think, instead of running the ball?
2: I mean, I think it's, I bet you it's a little bit of both because I think Allen is just so competitive. And I think his ego right now is like everyone's been talking about all season that like he's going to be the MVP. Like he's the reason why we're going to win all these games. So maybe, yeah. So maybe (laughs) it just got in his head where it's like he's overthinking stuff and always wants that home run play. But I think Dorsey also kind of wants to show off that he can be an offensive coordinator and that it was just able and that he can do, uh, he can lead this to be a number one offense as well. So I think it's kind of both of them wanting to be like, I'm the guy, like I can show everything I got.
0: Yeah.
1: I, I agree. I think it's Josh versus himself at this point. I think he, I think he said it himself in the interview in the interview, you know, when he was with the press this week is that, you know, I put in so much on myself to make the play. I got to be willing to trust my teammates to make plays and that's that's the battle for his entire career and i i mean i trust josh to get that under wraps i think dorsey's a little concerning from the fact of it doesn't i mean just a constant weapons being underutilized not probably playing in the specific roles they should be but i think what's frustrating is that they have just been terrible in the red zone i mean they've been one of the worst red zone offenses and mm-hmm. for really one of the best offenses in the nfl to be that putrid in the red zone is just it comes down to i mean part of it yeah you you could lead to execution but part of it's play design and play calling i think really i mean
2: it gets magnified in those areas when you don't have that much room to work with right no i remember what was it two years ago when he was in the mvp they would talk about how he'd go in the red zone like every time he threw a touchdown like he never threw red zone interceptions and now this year he has what six or something yeah four four. six total yeah so no i think
1: he has i think he has Four picks and a fumble. Uh, so
2: either way, but like, it's like not that long ago we were talking about how good and efficient he was in the red zone, and now it's like we're lucky to be able to score in the red zone.
0: Yeah, I mean it's just the, a couple of those. I reminiscent of the Jets game that that interception when he was trying to throw the Knox, the first one. You know, it was like eh, it's the same play, same mistake. So, well, I, I think know. I think it comes down
1: to the fact of for.
0: I mean, you have. An MVP type,
1: type quarterback. I think it's hard sometimes to call a play to get the ball out of his hands, but I I do think the Bills maybe in the red area. I mean, I'm not a, like a one of those old dudes that like they need to run the ball more. But I do think <laughs> yeah. in the red area, like if it's working, keep running the ball. I mean, we saw it last week when they got second and two. They started they do three straight pass plays after getting an eight yard run, I believe, or something like that. Like I don't think it's a I don't think it's a sin to run the ball, or, or if you're going to run the ball and you want to keep. The ball on Allen's hands, like do some power runs. I mean, those are like one of the most, I mean, it's, I don't know a team that really could stop that most of the time. So I know you don't want to get your franchise quarterback hit in right in the middle of the season, but I mean, it, it, you gotta be able to fi- make better play calls and better play designs to make more options available to Josh and to have this offensive seed better in the red area. Cause I mean, that's where games are won and lost. We see it time and time again, in the NFL, if you can't execute in the red zone, you're, you're going to lose football games.
0: Mm-hmm. No, for sure. Now, do you fellas want to turn to, you know, some X factors in this upcoming game that might... W- one second. We, we got to talk about one man that's not playing. Also,
1: oh. oh, I, I, I don't think AJ Klein is going to play. I think he's going to be scratched. You, th- you think
0: he'll be a healthy scratch? Mm-hmm.
1: I doubt he plays. Uh, if he does play, it's because he's the special teamer. And mm. whatever. We got to talk about Jay White not playing. Yeah. Thoughts. Mike, you start. <laughs>
2: Um, I mean, I thought he would have been back by now. I thought he would have been back weeks ago. Um, I think we were talking about it or I don't know who I was talking with, but they were like, you know, maybe it's like a mental thing where he's kind of hesitant to want to come back because he doesn't want to re injure his knee because we're playing on turf for the next two games again. And, you know, turf monster is a thing. Like it's bad. A lot of guys blow out their ACLs on turf for non-contact injuries. That's kind of how trade did it last year. Yeah, you know, four fields
1: what? It's like one of the six fields that have that kind
2: of turf that everyone's complaining about. Yeah. So. Yeah, so I mean like I think it's just a thing where it's like he has to get over that mental hurdle because I think physically he could probably come back. It's just that mental hurdle of wanting to come back.
0: Yeah. No, I would I would agree with that as well. I it's just tough because, you know, like you said, I thought he would have been playing weeks ago as soon as they, you know, activated him to the 53 man and he was out of the red non-contact jersey in practice. You think mm-hmm you know, maybe he, you get, you see him out there at least a little bit, maybe against the jets. You know what I mean? Like just, just as a little warm up, if you will, maybe not a full game, but I mean, it'd be nice to have him back there, especially with Justin Jefferson, you know, last week, like it was, it's tough. I mean, I don't know. I, I hope after this week he's playing, but it, I, I, I can't, I I don't know if I can give a definitive answer, like on when I think he will be back because my definitive answer would have been, Two weeks ago. So I don't know. Don, what do you think? I I doubt he plays the next two
1: games. You Uh, think? And I would say the earliest he comes back is Thursday. Um, Not Thursday, December 1st, no, December 1st against uh, New England. Um, Mm -hmm. Just because I don't think they want to play on that field. But I agree with Mike. I think it's a mental thing at this point. I don't think, I think originally when we were thinking it might have been a a physical setback, I don't don't think it's that. I think, you know, Trey's a very intelligent human being. I mean, he's one of those guys that. You know, during the twenty twenty season, was you know was thinking about opting out because of all the COVID issues and having a yeah. family. I think he really cares about you know what happens to him. I think it is at this point it's maybe a little bit of a mental thing. I think McDermott's having a hard time uh, really giving real details about it. But I mean, I think eventually he'll fi- he'll get over that obstacle. If it takes him two more games, it takes him two more games. As long as long as is this is my thing. As long as he has a couple games under his belt before the postseason, we're fine. I, I there's no need to panic right. at this point yeah. you know mm-hmm. what, what what what's the, what's the negative of him not playing right now is that we get more snaps for Kyrie Ulum, christian benford like
0: they, they develop it, a little more they mm-hmm.
1: develop a little more i mean yes negative is that you don't have your number one corner but you haven't had your number one corner all year so it's not like it's, it's not like a, it's, not like, no. it's not like he injured himself like in the beginning of the year and now is taking this mental problem of getting back no he hasn't been here all year so yeah, yeah, No,
0: you're right. We're not we're not losing anything, but if he was playing, we would be gaining something. I, I got what you mean. I mean, for sure. The, the dude's locked down. I mean, you do miss him back there, you gotta admit. I mean, especially in a game like last week where that interception almost it should have been just swatted fourth and eighteen. Well, that mean, was a safety. I mean, that was poor. That was a so. safety, but I mean Poyer would have done that, but I don't know. But let's let's now move into the X factors,
2: like for this upcoming game, I it's kind of tough. Mike, you got one? I'm thinking Dawson Knox is gonna have a breakout game. I just feel I, like it's been it needs to be manifested here. I feel like he I'm kind of getting deja vu. I think we said that a couple
0: weeks ago too. I, I, don't, I know. don't
2: know. You paying him top five 10 end money and you <laughs> barely use him. Like, what was the point of that? Yeah, I think you need to start targeting him over the middle. I think Allen needs to start using those checkdowns. I think Knox is going to be the recipient of those checkdowns. Well,
0: that's not a bad take.
2: I like that. Yak yards. Yak yards. Dawson Knox. I
0: I'm gonna go with motor. I think they're gonna you always I, go motor. I mean, because I want I like motor. He averages a good chunk of yards per carry every time he touches the ball this season. First I mean, half motor or second half motor? First half motor. Maybe when they use him. First um, half Dorsey or second half Dorsey. First yeah. half red
1: zone Dorsey. Oh my gosh.
0: No, no red zone or second half Dorsey for me. Um, Overtime time Dorsey. Dorsey?
1: I, I rewatched the first half because I missed it and it is just absolutely astounding that the Bills will end up losing this game. They looked phenomenal they in the first half. Yeah. They were dominating which, them. which which gives me some like
0: reason to not be super panicked. It's like they dominated this team. Like they just yeah. blew it. We just lose close games. That's what the whole yeah. NFL media scape is saying at this point, you know. So last two losses have been by three points and then the Dolphins was by two. So, you know, every every game we lost has been within a field goal. So I don't know. But I'm gonna go I again, Motor. I, I want Motor to have a day. I, I think I think he will. I don't know. I, I just I, I want Motor to have a good day. Use him, Dorsey. Please use him. Use the run game. Stop with these non-check down passes. Just use the running back. Come on. Dom, what's yours?
1: Next <laughs> is gonna be Naheem Hines or James Cook in the passing game. I think those guys we're gonna I mean, again, positionless football. I think we're gonna see more screens. <laughs> More dump downs to those guys. Obviously, I think Knox is probably getting involved too, as as Michael alluded to. But I, I think we're going oh. to see more, more check downs. That and I, I, James Cook's played really well, so I want him to get more touches. And I think Hines, hopefully, has been able to, you know, un- get the playbook
0: down now where he's able to be more part of the offense. Yeah. No. i i I agree i would i would like to see all of that happen i'm gonna be 100 honest with you i hope all of our ex-actors pan out because it'd be nice to see a dominant juggernaut bills team that we saw in those first few weeks that tennessee game we all were at mike you and i were going crazy standing next to each other i I want to feel that again you know what i mean like i want (laughs) i want the bills to be back to that but yeah i mean overall not just player base but like Who, like, what what needs to happen here to guarantee the win? Like, I know we mentioned stopping the run game, but is there anything else that that really crosses your mind as, like, a must stop for for the Browns Uh, to win?
2: Well, I would say for us, uh, limiting our uh, careless mistakes here, like forcing passes, you know, Allen needs to just be able to either check it down or throw it away. Like, don't always look to make a play. Like, play for another down, honestly. Because it's better to say second down, you throw it away and now you have a third down. It's better than throwing a pick and then you're off the field. Yeah, no, I, I
0: 100% agree with that. Stop forcing these throws play for shorter than 10 yards. Like do some, out routes like just quick get some yardage just get some yardage like that that's all i have to say just not even yards after catch is a plus right for those long ones don't try and bomb it 30 yards like every play like you just you got to take these little short gains and you'll work your way down the field
2: just think the shorter yardage it keeps your defense off the field Mm -hmm. and you eat up more time and you win. have a better chance to win the game you're in control of the game
1: yeah, exactly. No, um,
2: that's a good point.
1: Um, obviously defensively, they've gotta be able to stop the run to then, you know, make Jacoby a shotgun passer. Um, but honestly, I think the biggest thing for the Bills is yeah, I might allude to short passes and limiting the mistakes. But I just think keeping on track of schedule, constantly gaining yards, uh, I think is the most important thing because they got Davian Clowney and they have a game record in Miles Garrett. And if you're in a situation where you run the ball for two yards, you throw an incompletion, now you're in third and long, and those yeah. pass rushers are just going to have their, you know, just be able to have full stop of getting after your quarterback. And I think Dion's a quality left tackle, but I think Spence Brown still scares me a little bit. So <laughs> I don't think, you know, that's a particularly great matchup, whoever he's against. So mm-hmm. I think the Bills constantly getting themselves into winning, the, winning on first and second down to lead to success for third down, which then leads to success on the drive, which then leads to success on the game. Mm -hmm. I love
0: that. Love that. Success, success, success. I want to see it. I'm so excited. Come on. Come on, Buffalo Bills. Now, I just want to take a second here and look at the Bills injury report. We did find out that I had the wrong injury report. Luckily, that was able to be (laughs) be fixed. We now have the week 11 injury report. Somehow, I came across the week three injury report. Micah Hyde was on it. But we started off with our quarterback, Josh Allen, right elbow. He was limited Wednesday and Thursday. And we do not know anything about Friday and the game status. Uh, Listen,
1: let's put it this way: Edmonds has been ruled out. Um, Poirier has not been ruled out yet. Rousseau's been ruled out. Without no Trey, you know it's gonna be a it's gonna be an interesting game um, Mm -hmm.
2: to see how the Bills do. I think Elam is questionable. I know there was like a I don't know if it was like a flu bug or like something was going around the team as well. Yeah, COVID illness. Yeah, yeah Reggie, Reggie and Phillips are back from illness.
0: So, um, and Tim Settle as well. So, and, you know, Matt Milano too. Jeez, everyone got it. No, there's a decent I amount of guys can that end up <laughs> getting sick. Yeah, holy cow. But, uh, yeah, I mean, everything seems to be okay. I mean, like you said, just Rousseau, that's a big one. Tremaine, that's a big one. And Trey White is not going to be playing, so that's a little tough. But, I mean, other than that, it's – we're all right, I think, going into this game. I mean, what do you yeah. think overall?
2: Mm, I mean, we've been worse this season, I think. Yeah. So we've been longer.
0: It's been two pages before. We're so. still
2: dealing with a lot of injuries. Uh, we kind of hit the injury bug this year. Um, years past, we've been pretty lucky to have a relatively healthy team. And this yeah. year, it's really we're really getting tested to see how uh, we can do without having all our guys all the time.
1: Yeah, it's, yeah. it's definitely tough being out. I mean. Now you're number one corner for the, what, 10th game in a row. You're down your middle linebacker, your single caller. You're down your second best edge rusher um, for the second week in a row. You don't Defensive know. Defensive Poir- X factor, Matt Milano. I know. You don't know if Poyer is going to be, you know, Poyer is obviously not going to be 100%. Right. You don't, know, you don't know how other guys coming off, you know, probably I would assume the flu is a non-COVID illness. You know, they those guys, I mean, it's going to be tough, tough for them, uh, you know, maybe with hydration and all that stuff. So it's definitely not ideal to say the least, but the bills are, have done a very good job throughout the year and throughout the McDermott era of getting every guy ready to play and um,
0: next guy up mentality. Yeah, buddy. And I, I, I do like the way they pick up the free agents though. I mean, they do work everyone in very well and you know, the way they draft too. So I don't know. It's, it's not, it's not the end of the world if someone goes down and I think we've seen that this season. So I don't know. It should be fun. It'll be interesting to watch these guys, you know, and hopefully come back soon, especially Trey White. But is there anyone notable from the Browns side missing? Do we know, or is are they pretty much pretty much healthy? Uh, I didn't look at their injury report. Let me pop that
1: up real quick. But I obviously... would look at
0: it, but odds are I'll pull up a Week Three one. So you know that might might be better on your end to pull that one up.
1: Yeah, Injoku um... <clears throat> is questionable with the mm-hmm. ankle. Um. Greg Newsome is questionable if the concussion He's one of their better corners, and that's about it. I mean, they have a couple other guys that seem more like depth guys that are gonna yeah. be out, but all right. Um, they're a little banged up, but obviously not to the extent that the Bills are, but
0: I think the Bills are a better team. They got a better quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean Jacoby Brissett, we played him in the last snow game we played. I was kinda hoping we played him again in Buffalo in the snow game. He played for the Colts when we played him all those years ago. So that would have been yeah, that would have been cool. But I mean, now we're playing in a dome. So I mean I don't know. It yeah. will be interesting. I don't know. I mean, at the end of the day, though, what man from the offense and the defense is going to come out on top, you think, Dom? Who's your MVP on offense?
1: On offense, it's going to be James Cook. He's going to get a receiving and rushing touchdown.
0: Wow. All mm-hmm. those
1: Lions fans are going to be at the game we are going to be wondering if Delvin Cook is on the bills. Oh,
0: all right, <laughs> break, all right.
1: Breakout break game for the lad. Breakout
0: game for James Cook. All right, all right.
1: Yeah,
2: probably, I would say, 80 total yards and two tuds.
0: Ooh, all right. That's a good day. It's a good day.
2: Mike, you got anything? I'm going to go with Knox again. I think they're going to start using those check downs and relying on those the yak ability. And I think Dawson Knox is going to have a touchdown and 75 receiving yards. Hmm. A what?
0: I like that. I'm gonna go with Dawson Knox as well, Mike. Oh you know, <laughs> my I, god! I, I, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. With you. No, I got his jersey. I, I I love Dawson. I love Dawson. I want him. We paid him all that money. I want him to do well. And actually, like, did you money. just
1: say Singletary is gonna be the X factor though? So th- aren't you kind of obligated to at least pick him?
0: Well, at the end of the day, the X factor doesn't have to be the MVP. You know what I mean? <sighs> sure, sure. I mean, like Josh Allen's an X factor, but at the end of every game, I mean, he's not an MVP. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? There's a trade there's a little trade off there. No, but Knox I think will have a good day. I think they're going to finally use him the way they should. And I'm I'm really hoping for it. I'd love to see him actually get some touchdowns and, you know, get some yardage and actually, you know, do some checkdowns with them like we said. I mean, now, defense. I'm going to start here. I think that. No, I was going to say something outlandish. No, I mean, I, I'm going to go with, no, uh, just Matt. say it. Guys. no, I was going to say Matt, I was going to say Matt Milano, but he's somewhat, he's he, he coming back from his illness, but I mean, that's not outlandish. I think he's going to be a big run stopper. Um, especially with Tremaine gone, he's definitely going to pick up the slack and I think he's going to have a great game. So that's Matt Milano's mind.
2: Mike yours. No, I was going to say Milano as well, just because Tremaine's out and how important Milano is in the run game. He's really, really had to, uh, be stopping Nick Chubb. Um, I mean, who, who's going to start for Tremaine? Terrell Dodson, probably? I think so. That's Maybe, probably. That's who they put in for him last week, was it not? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's not terrible. But, like, yeah, no, I agree with Matt Milano. Probably, probably the in- he did. He undrafted. Probably, probably the interior of the defensive <laughs> line, too. Got to step up. Those yeah. run stuffers. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go, if he plays, which
1: is looking likely, Jordan Poyer. He's going to get his fifth interception of the season. I think the Bills are going to play a lot of man coverage. They're going to put a safety in the box to get them out of running situations. is going to have to make some big plays in the run defense. I think he's going to get a little throw tipped by Cuyo to Jordan Poirier to seal the game. Okay. So I'm going to go like right into my game prediction of Bills winning 28-24. Ooh. All right. Now, Brown, Browns Browns will be in Bills territory if I'm meant to go. Throw to Cooper. Tipped. Picked ball
0: game. All right. All right. Similar, similar ending to the uh uh the Baltimore game there, the interception to, to ice the game. I like that. I like that, Dom. I'm going with 28 14 bills. I think the offense absolutely runs over. Runs over. And I think we stop we stopped the run pretty effectively with Milano and mm-hmm. the front run
2: stoppers. Yeah. I'm going to say 34 to 20 Bills. Oh.
0: oh we got a high scoring game from Mike there. I like maybe. that maybe
2: I like that Bill's in the 30s. I
0: like it fellas you're the only one going under on the over under yeah i mean i don't know i feel like it's still going to be competitive like the browns with their running game that that's i mean to me that's a little bit of a you know a tough thing but i I don't know we'll have to see we'll have to see how it goes i think it's going to be close but actually no i don't 28 to 14 they win by two touchdowns the bills so (laughs) i'm I'm going with it i'm going to stick with it but that is going to do it for our Bills Browns preview. And before we move on to our AFC tier list, I just want to bring up the sports, bring people together podcast. You should listen for entrepreneurial conversations with those in sports. And who knows where the chats will take you, but sports got us here together in the first place. Find the show wherever you listen to your podcast or simply visit sportseplus.com. And now fellas, we we made the NFC tier list, right? Pretty, pretty self-explanatory. A lot of D tier teams, right? I feel, I have a feeling the opposite is going to be true for the afc teams there's a lot of good ones a lot of good ones playing this year yeah. so uh with let's kick it off here fellas the baltimore ravens ravens flock let's fly dom where where you think they should go a a mike yep a tier a a all right well you a i said a i'm going a they played well this season they are doing good they're a good quarterback don't they they have an okay quarterback. I mean, I'm not going to go above and beyond. No, he's a good quarterback. I'll give that to Lamar. He's a good quarterback. But the Las Vegas Raiders have been quite, having quite the opposite season from the 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 Ravens here. Not good. So I'm going to put them. I don't know. I want to be nice and say D, but also they. I'm Josh saying Mc... F. Josh McDaniels is bad. So, yeah, I would say F. I'm saying D. You majority, look at, I mean,
1: you, but, but you gotta look comparable to what we had in the NFC. Like, do you think the Raiders were gonna be? Or do you think the Raiders can beat the Packers on a neutral field? I say yes. Do you think the Raiders can beat Washington on a neutral field? I say yes. Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. I think they should be in D. Yeah, you're kind tough.
0: Of... It's tough because <sighs> Josh McDaniels is just such a bad head coach. That's kind of where my mind's at right now. They can't seem to do anything. Derek Carr literally cries in press conferences now. Um, I, I think they're a D tier team. I don't think they're brutal. I don't think they're like first overall pick bad. I just think they're held back by their coach. You know what? We'll leave them we'll we'll leave them in F for now, but if there's another team we come across that is worse than them, we'll put we'll we'll bump them up. So the next team is the Cincinnati Bengals. I would say B. B. What, what do you guys think? Hmm. BC? I don't know. Somewhere Out, around there. C? Like, I, like I
1: like B. I like B, too. It's I high a, B. High, yeah, they're high B. High they, they got to be more consistent to get in the A tier. Yeah. yeah. They can't be getting destroyed by the Browns on one no. night football. Yeah, I gotcha. Well, speaking, speaking of, of the Browns, Browns <laughs> C tier, yeah. mid-team. Yeah. They're, mid. Their definition of mid. Do you think Deshaun like, will I, change that? I think no. they have the potential to be a B-tier team. when If Deshaun, if Deshaun comes back and plays well, yes.
0: Right. Yeah, no. The, That's a big the key is comes back and plays well. Yeah, so Broncos country, let's hide the the Denver Broncos are next. Where are we putting them at, fellas? I mean, I'm I'm per- D. I personally think
1: both the Raiders and Broncos should be in D tier. I don't think I not I know I think they both should be D. They play each other
0: this week. Uh, I'll, I'll say
2: D. I'm saying
0: I'll, D. I'll go D. D. Oh, one in e- one in each one except S. All right, so the uh, Houston Texans. I'm gonna F. say F. F. Mm-hmm, easy. F. F. Easy F. Easy F. The Jeff Saturday led Colts. D. Yeah, D's fair. I'm good with D. The Doug Peterson led Jacksonville Jaguars.
1: Oh, wait, wait. Can you put Indianapolis in
0: front of, front of Denver? Denver. Mm-hmm. Yes. If it lets me. There we go. All right. Had to do it the other way. The uh Doug Peterson led Jaguars. C. I w- I would agree with that. They've yeah. been playing they've been playing pretty sure. decently, even though they're not necessarily ahead or behind. Um ahead. I gotta do it this way. All right. The Kansas City Chiefs. S S S tier. Uh bolt up the Chargers, baby. I'd say S. C. Yeah. I, I'm gonna say C as well. I'm gonna say B. They're
1: not healthy. I, I guess. Mean, I think I mean, if they were health I think if they are healthy, they'd be a B tier team.
0: You know what? I agree with that. I'm gonna put them behind the Bengals though.
1: No, no, know I agree with that. I definitely think they're behind the Bengals. Right, they play but- right now.
0: Next, the Miami Squishy Fishies, the Dolphins. Uh, a. Behind or ahead of the Ravens. ahead, sure, right? Yeah. Ahead. I would say ahead. Uh, the New England Patriots. Um, hmm. I'd say like a low B, high C. I would say B. I would say behind the Chargers. I agree. Fun fact, all AFC East teams are in the playoffs as of right now. Uh, New York Jets next. I would say high C. High C ahead of these two.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. The uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Can you pick it? F.
2: <laughs> yeah, I would say F as well. Yeah. Their whole team is TJ Watt.
0: Yeah, pretty F, much. F, but
1: ahead of Houston.
0: Okay. All right. Sounds good with me. The Tennessee Titans. I'd say B. Uh, High B, low A? No, I would say mid B. Mid B? So, like here? Yeah, I'd put them ahead of the Chargers. I think they'd beat them out of field because of the variable effect. And finally, last but certainly not least, our Buffalo Bills. No bias here. Let's just break it down. I think these last two losses might lower us a little bit.
1: I think they're s, but behind the Chiefs. Yes,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I would agree. I think they're still convincingly a top two team in the AFC. They've lost three games by a combined eight points. I don't think there's need to overreact at the proper moment. And now if they lose no. this week, then we could we can talk about dropping them. But right right now, I would say <laughs>
0: no. That's fair definitely i think the afc definitely is more competitive than the nfc i mean we look at the i mean do you Rams. have
1: a screenshot of the other one like, i do I mean, not the, i the can get one,
0: it i can get it for next time though everyone was pretty much in d tier I,
1: I mean yeah i mean if you look at this one like is pretty I, spread well, out the thing the thing i disagree about is i think the raiders should be in d but
0: yeah it's good to me i mean we could do we could even put them together for next pod, and then we can actually have we can adjust them like to where they are nfl wide you know what i mean mm, that's yeah. a good idea you can yeah. do that yeah. All right. We'll do that for next pod, ladies and gents. You can you can get our full <laughs> NFL updated altogether tier list. So without further ado, though, let's get into these picks from last week, fellas. Mm-hmm. Dom, you so, went five and nine.
1: Uh, so I went five and nine. Worst of the entire season. Worst of the three. And then you two gentlemen went six and eight. So none of us were over 500. No, that was mm-hmm. a tough week uh, for everyone. <laughs> tough week. So I, I am now 93 and 56 in the season. Joe is now 92 and 57. And Mike is now 80 and 69. Mike, you're not... just getting
0: better and better every week, though. Your your yeah, your record's just honestly. getting closer and closer. Even though yeah, it went down a little bit. Went at six and eight. Week, it went down but... a little bit, but I mean from where we were in the beginning compared to him, he's like he's he's closer than I thought he would be.
1: Okay. All right, whatever. Yeah. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> this oh, is not taken God. to the fact that I was the only one to do us that got the Thursday football game right.
0: Yes, yes. We we were yeah. We Mike and I picked the tight or the Packers. We thought Aaron Rodgers could do it. Fortunately, that was not the case. All right. So the five games this week that we are selecting are
1: Jets at Patriots, with the Patriots being three and a half point favorites. Dallas at Minnesota, with Dallas being a point and a half favorite on the road. Chiefs at Chargers, with the Chiefs being four and a half point favorites on the road. Uh, Niners at Cardinals, with the Niners being eight points favorites uh, on the road, and then. Raiders at Broncos, with the Broncos being two-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Okay. I mean,
0: okay. let's well, start, we'll start to- with
2: the AFC East here. I'm going to pick the Pats because mm-hmm. um, Zach Wilson's 0-3 against the Patriots, and just last time they played, look, it was probably his worst game ever. And I don't anticipate that after, what, three weeks, they're really going to make that much of a difference. So I'm going to go with the Pats, especially in New England. Yeah, no.
0: At Gillette Stadium, it's a completely different ordeal. And Zach Wilson couldn't play them in MetLife, so I'm definitely I'm going with the New England Patriots this week for the AFC East game. Dom, what do you got? Yeah, I got the Pats. Both teams coming off their bye. Um, as long as the Patriots offense doesn't
1: crap themselves <laughs> and take care of the football, I mean Zach Wilson. I just don't. I mean, he he's just Bill Belichick owns him. So yeah, pretty I much. And as long as the Patriots are able to run the ball effectively and keep ahead of schedule where they don't ask Mac to do a lot. Uh, this is, You know, last night in the play, it was, what, 22-10? So, so I would say, like, 20-17 to 17 kind of low yeah. mid-20s, mid-teens kind of game. Yeah. All right. Smash no. the under on the over-under, in my opinion. Smash
0: the under. All right. Smash the under. All right. Next game, the Dallas Cowboys at Minnesota Vikings. And I, I think I'm going Vikings on this one. The way they played against Buffalo last week, Kirk Cousins was on. I know Kirk Cousins is known for being on and then falling off. But, I mean, Justin Jefferson had a great game. I think they're going to give the Cowboys a run for their money. And the Cowboys are one-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. But I, I'm going to stick with the Minnesota Vikings on this one.
2: Yeah, no, I'm also <laughs> picking the Vikings. Yeah, I mean <laughs> – like, I'm I don't know Minnesota singing some Lizzo over there, aren't you?
0: We're gonna get a copyright strike when we post this. No, nah, I think I, I
2: think
1: I'm taking the Vikings. As well, they're underdogs, but they're at home. What has the Cowboys done to earn this kind of respect? Is beyond. I think Minnesota is just
2: gonna be rolling with momentum from last week too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all that confidence, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. especially if Dallas coming off playing an
1: overtime game in in the cold and Lambeau. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. and, and they had to travel to Minnesota. I just don't like it for the Cowboys, man. I don't. I think the Cowboys are a good team, but I think the Vikings deserve some respect. The second best, tied for the best record in the entire National Football League. You know they could taste the opportunity to be the one to then see with the Eagles choking against the Commanders. I I think the I think the Vikings get it done, especially because I think the strength of the Dallas defense is their edge rushers and the Vikings have two of the best tackles in the entire NFL and Brian O'Neill and Christian Derrish also. Yeah. It's a good counter punch to that.
0: Yeah. No, absolutely. All in agreement so far, so far in the next game is the Kansas city chiefs at the Chargers, And I think we might agree on this one as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to pick the chiefs on this one. There's no question about it. The chargers are injured. Like we said earlier, um, they're, they've not been playing great. Brandon Staley. I don't know. I, I haven't been very high of him since, uh, Whatchamacallit, that playoff game against the Raiders, or not the playoff game, the game to get them into the playoffs <laughs> last year. Those every, every, play, every, every drive, let's go for it on fourth down. Like that, that to me just kind of threw it off. And I, I don't know. I'm going with the Chiefs, though. I, I believe Andy Reid and the Chiefs are going to win
2: this game. No, I agree. I think the Chiefs are just dialed in right now. Mahomes is probably the MVP right now. Mm-hmm. And Andy Reid's just too good of a coach to lose to a coach like Brennan Staley.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I- I mean, I think this is our first disagree, boys. I'm picking the Chargers in an upset. Oh, Chargers at home, prime time Sunday night. I mean, MVS. Can I I
2: just can I just say something real quick? Mm -hmm. I don't think the home field makes a difference when they don't have any fans anyway. Got a point. But
1: but I I just think the Chiefs are really banged up. Hardman's out on IR. Uh, Juju has a concussion. I don't think he's gonna play. MVS is a little sick, a little sicky sick. Um, so I don't think he's gonna be is Tony breakout game. I mean, yeah, I mean, for anyone who asks Darius Tony and Fancy, you got to start them. But I mean, <laughs> I just think the Chiefs are a little bit banged up. I know the, I know also uh, the, the Chargers have been banged up all year, but I don't know. I think this is, this is kind of do or die for the Chargers in a way of, you know, if they want to be contenders and this is their last chance to, I mean, they don't play the Chiefs, this is the second time they put the Chiefs and if they want any chance of winning that division. They got to win this one. But I mean, they played them tough in Arrowhead.
0: Yeah. Um, that was a and, good game to watch, actually. It was fun.
1: So. I know, I know the Chargers are a little bit banged up, but I think the Chiefs are a little bit banged up as well. Kind of cancels out maybe a little bit, and yeah. give me, give me the, give me the Chargers in a classic,
0: all right? OT classic. Good. First, God, first God. disagreement on the pod. Like it? I like it though. I'm a big uh, Justin Herbert guy. I uh, honestly, I hope they win. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'd like to see the Chiefs lose one game because then guess what? We win out and they lose one game. We still have we get the tiebreaker over them record wise. So that would be home field advantage at least in the playoffs. But next game is the San Francisco 49ers, eight-point favorites at the care or the sorry, the Arizona Cardinals, almost the like Carolina Cardinals. I don't know what that was. I am I, I think this is easy. I'm taking the 49ers. Is Kyler Murray still out? He's not playing
1: uh, I don't know. He has a, he's a hamstring issue and uh, the young man from Texas A&M former. <laughs>
2: Either way,
0: I, I'm taking the 49ers. I mean, you got CMC Garoppolo. I mean, they're 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 playing really well. Ayuk. I mean, it's it's. I I'm going with them over the Arizona Cardinals. Any Cliff Kingsbury? No way. I'm going 49ers.
1: He was limited in practice on Thursday. We'll see about today. But I think yeah. this one's. I think this is all all Niners. to be a little bit tough with a divisional. I don't know if you want to swallow the whole eight points, but Zach Ertz yeah. blew out his knee. Buda Baker is banged up an ankle. Hopkins has a hamstring <laughs> issue. Yeah. Kyler's is probably, Kyler is probably not going to be 100%. Even Colt McCoy, the backup, was limited. So give me the Niners.
2: Yeah, no, this is usually the time of year where the 49ers start to pick it up. And, you know, now that they have CMC, um, it just adds another piece to Kyle Shanahan, his creativity. Yeah. So plus, Call of Duty came out, and we all know how Kyler Murray does after that, even if he does play. So absolutely. God, what Mike, a Joe stat that was. That's
0: spot on right there, Mike. I like it. I like it. And the final game. On the slate, the Las Vegas Raiders at the Denver Broncos. The Broncos are two and a half point favorites. <sighs> I, I, I want to pick the Raiders. I really do. I want Derek Carr to win a game, but I, I don't know if I, be, I don't believe in Josh McDaniels. But I also don't believe in the Broncos. This is such a oh, what a game to pick. I, you know, you I want me to go first. Yeah, you go first. I got to think about this for a Give minute. Give me the
1: Raiders. Broncos oh. cannot score. Broncos simply cannot score. Last mm-hmm. time they played, the Raiders kicked the Broncos' butts in. Josh Jacobs is going to be able to run the ball down their throat. I know the Broncos have a pretty good defense, but I trust Josh Jacobs. I trust Devontae Adams. I trust Derek Carr
2: to score enough yeah. points. And Russell Wilson's 17 points they're going to put up. So, You know what? You know what? I'm going to be really out there. I think they're going to tie. Oh. I wow. think there's going to be a no tie. winners. No winners allowed? Nope, I think they're going to tie. I
0: what, just think both you got
2: to give, so give, give us some situation here. Like what happens? Yeah, what is happening? So the Raiders are going to be tie. up in the first half and then they're going to start choking. Okay. And then it's going to go to overtime and the Broncos get the ball first. They're going to miss a field goal. Mm. And then the Raiders are just going to run out of time. And they're going to end <laughs> in a tie <laughs> 19 to 19.
0: Oh my gosh.
2: It's gonna be a tie.
0: No, well,
2: because I think I think the Broncos offense is bad, but the Raiders defense is bad.
1: All right, but, all right. But if you had a pick, if you had to, but for like the Broncos for defense
2: is good and the Raiders offense is mid. But I think it's gonna be a tie.
1: If you had a pick, if though for games like game picks wise, so I don't have to put in the the the. I don't know if if they tie. I
2: don't if I had to, to pick one in. team to win, I'd pick the Broncos, I guess. But I all think right. it's gonna end in a tie.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna go Broncos country. Let's ride. I'm gonna take the Broncos on this one. I think this is a game the Broncos need to win. Divisional matchup, and I don't think Derek Carr and Josh McDaniel – I granted Derek Carr could definitely do it under the current coaching situation. I do not think it's gonna happen. I'd rather take the Should Broncos. Have kept Rich have kept oh, I, I can't. is the it. biggest mistake. I I can't even get over that. The, the I fact can't fact believe that they did I it. can't believe this right now. This is the first. This is like history in the Buffaloing podcast. First three way disagreement.
1: First
2: three
0: way
1: disagreement. <laughs> yeah, I know. Look Who at this. Who knew it was
2: possible? Who knew? Who knew? Who, you, knew know
1: what? you know what? It's a recall. I'm sorry for all those better, those betters that had like the big minus odds for Gio to
0: pick a tie first. Hey, yeah, I know. <laughs> you you'd think it would have been, but no, no, it's the first three way tie and Mike is the outlier with the or three way. We'll see what happens. Mike's the outlier. So what? What, what? Ha-
2: what? what's happening if they actually tie? Like, what am I getting here? Can I get a medal? We'll make a medal. Yeah will make a medal for you.
0: Say the first first champion of the three way. Yeah, and you know what we'll do dist- a
1: post on social media. Your pick, and you'll probably blow
0: up. Yeah, we get interviewed
1: <laughs> by Sports Center.
0: Yeah, Sports Center. You'll be invited <laughs> on for interviews and everything. Yeah, Dang. Colin like, Coward oh is going to be calling your phone. He wants you on the show. Jeez. Oh, oh man.
2: <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh.
0: All right, but without further ado, that is going to end it for this week's episode of Betting on the Bills, brought to you by the Buffalonian Podcast and the Castor's Podcast Network. I'm Joe Calley, and as always, I've been joined by Dom Lawson, Mike Marino. Dom, how do you always end these, buddy? Go Bills, baby. Go Bills. Mike, you got Sabres in there or no? Sure, go Sabres. Go Sabres. All right.